Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay each according to his conduct. Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Uh, with our first reading from the Old Testament, I think it's always amazing uh, to think about Moses talking to the people who actually experienced everything he was talking about. Um, all the miracles with the Pharaoh, the, the walking through the parted Red Sea, all the things that Moses is talking about, these, he was telling them, remember these things, these are so tremendous things, and they experienced them. Uh, it reminded me of this, remember these wonderful things of the Old Testament, um, in the divine office, which uh, uh, clergy and, and many of you also do, um, in those prayers, uh, in the evening prayer, we always say, seven days a week, it's always um, Mary's um, canticle, the, the Magnificent. And in that she says, in every generation, the Lord has shown his strong arm. He has done wonderful things. It's again, remembering the wonderful things. So here Mary is doing that, saying, remember all the great things. And we continue it as a church, and we think about, really, the holy people, the saints, and the miracles that we've seen God do in every generation. So St. Clair here, this feast day today, is an example of that. Here we look at her life, a, a very favorite saint of many, as she was connected with... Um, St. Francis of Assisi, so St. Clair of Assisi was a peer to St. Francis, and really St. Francis of Assisi was her spiritual guide and um, really was the driving force of her to radically change her life, to leave wealth and live the gospel in a very radical way. Uh, she started the, uh, what would be known as the Poor Clares. Um, so the Order of Nuns that uh, had a very rigorous rule of life, fasting, prayer, and absolute poverty, could own nothing. And so the miracles and all the wonderful things that we learn from her life and her writings, and uh, there weren't many, but 
uh, the things that we know of her life, uh, they teach us a little bit about how to take up our cross that Jesus is challenging us with. Um, there's two points that I wanted to, to make that in, in my reading about St. Clair that really, I think, help us with this point of our cross and Jesus' cross. And the first point uh, that stuck out with me was uh, it said that Claire learned that embracing the cross, now this is Jesus' cross, that embracing his cross opens one to totally know God and learn the depth of his love by focusing constantly on Jesus' cross, what he did, helps us understand the depth of love. Pretty powerful. It's Jesus' cross. And so we think about what we do at Lent and we think about the stations that we have. We dwell on his passion and his cross and how much it shows us how deep love should and can be, his love. Now the second piece she talked about in some letters that she wrote about the idea of a mirror. Now she was a very beautiful woman that came from a very wealthy family, so uh, at an early age she would have had really a very fine mirror to be able to look at. Uh, when she got into poverty, she would have a very, well, not a very good mirror. Maybe some polished metal or, you know, glass or something, but it was imperfect. Uh, but the concept that I really liked is she said that the more perfect the mirror, the better it signifies that which is not itself. You think about, so you have a, a poor mirror, and you can see it's the back of a plate or a, you know, a, a server, or you, you can see it's, it's not a very good reflection. It's an imperfect mirror. But it must become fully itself to reflect what is other. So a perfect mirror would really reflect exactly what is not itself. And this is where she was trying to take her life. Reflecting on Jesus' cross to understand the depth of love so that she can be that depth of love and reflect it totally, perfectly, as perfectly as she can, Jesus' love for the people that she's serving. It's really a beautiful concept of why we have to reach perfection so that we can reflect the love that we see in Jesus' depth of love that we get from the cross. When Jesus says, pick up our cross, he's really saying, practice. Practice the love that I have that I did for you and it helps you become a better mirror of him that
perfect mirror, that reflection, not of an imperfect mirror, us, but a better mirror, him. And that's really the struggle that we find when we pick up our cross. So, yes, we remember the wonderful things that the Lord has done for us, but it's really concentrating on what the depth of love is, which is, which is what Christ did for us. The depth of that love is what we're to carry when we go out after what he's done for us at the altar here. We take that out to the world and always striving to be a better reflection of his love. Let's stand and offer our petitions.